welcome back to another episode. In the last episode, uh, uh nope, yep, no, we're good, we're good, we're safe. Okay, um, yep, um, in the last episode, uh, no, not nothing at all happened. Uh, certainly, no one tried to kill me. <laughs> Anyways, uh, in in the episode before that, though, our adventurers made their way from Vextul and and found out some interesting information and made their way to a Og's farm where they met a bunch of lovely rat people. Definitely not menacing at all. Uh, they also met a large Skaven, a larger looking rat fellow. Definitely, definitely menacing. He, he's he's menacing. But, but but in any case, welcome back to a, another episode of Dingoes and Dimwits. Uh, uh, enjoy. Hi, Step Ford. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I've come to talk about your uh, extended car warranty. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, boss, we've got uh, some fresh meat. I mean... Uh, Heroes to help with the problem. Oh, fuck. Ugor, don't travel too far in. The big Skaven who's leaning back in his chair with his hand on his chin looks at the four of you. You can see his eyes are blood red, almost cat's eye looking. And he just says, Come over. Come here. I'm good here. Um, yeah, we're right, right here. I hear you have a job for us uh, that you require, and that would be gold. He's probably about 30 feet away from you, where you are at the moment, so you'd be yelling someone. I hear you have a job <laughs> for me! <laughs> Ugor, are you stepping forward? Yeah, I'll walk over to him. So, Falas is a little bit in tow. Baral, not moving? Yeah, I'm going to stand ready. So, the Skaven stands, uh, leans forward and then says, We have a job for you. What kind of job? We have some... People moving in on our turf. You mean Og's turf? People or rats? Not rats per se. Uh, frogs. Frog. Frogs. Mm. What's wrong with frogs? You see, these frogs, they, uh, they come into our turf. They mess with the things that, uh, that we do. And I don't like that. And what is it you do? It's goddamn godfather. <laughs> yeah. The rat father. <laughs> we deal in trade. Of particular things, and uh, I've sent my boys a few times over to to whack a few, but they don't come back. So you're losing your water frogs? Maybe. I would have thought you would have been making them go croak. <laughs> he just looks at you with complete and utter disdain. <laughs> like, I wasn't going to comment this until after whatever happens here, but it's like, Navarp is a lot nicer to enemies and shit like that than he was to that lady and just anyone in general. Anyone that kind of gives him any form of lip, he's like, nah, fuck you. But any enemy, he's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, what, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to be like, yo, rat man, here's my hail of thorns? I don't know. Maybe don't get angry with every no, person you meet that. Like somewhat a cunt. Disrespect. Oh, okay. Just be angry every time. <laughs> angry boy. I uh, I want you to take care of them. What? Like take them out for dinner? Or we're not killing innocent innocent creatures. Innocent. They're, they're not innocent. They uh, they run a drug trade. A rival to our our own. But are the drugs good or? They're not the kind of drugs that you elf would really want to have in your system. Right. Hmm. Okay, how much gold are we getting? Who said anything about gold? These two fuckwits to my right did. We said that we'd pay them. Generally, that implies gold, or at least silver. The the larger rat just looks at the smaller rat. Um, were, we, were, we not, were we not meant to say money? The large rat puts his forehead in his hand and strokes it softly and then goes, We can pay you. Okay, how much? I don't know if you can even kill the frogs. 
Well, I'm not going to go try unless I know it's worth my time. 40 gold. Ahead? For all of them dead. 40 gold ahead. No. 10 each. No. Let's just say in business there are a rival. One that we want to take care of. Okay, and how much are they costing you in gold as your rival? How about this then? We'll give you your 10 gold each. We'll give you a box of something nice as well. What if we, uh, we do this job for you and you move off this farm as payment? Okay. We can do that. 10 gold and we'll move. Deception check. Uh, you want to do a in like inside check to see if the, he's deceiving you. Deception is if you're lying to someone else. 15. 12. Uh, I mean, he doesn't really seem like he's lying. You can't really tell. He's very... Doesn't seem like he can fucking talk really quick either. Yeah, his facial features, like he's very scarred up. He, he's bare-chested um, and very hairy, obviously, because he's a rat. You can't really get like a good read on him realistically, but he doesn't seem like he's lying to you. At least what he's telling you, he believes himself. How far are the frogs? From here. My boys can point you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. What if we don't want to kill the frogs, but we still want you to move? Then you get them to drop their business and move far, far away. Hmm. Okay. What time is it at the moment, DM? It's probably about four in the afternoon. Okay. Can we make it to the frogs tonight? He looks at one of the other rats across the room, lifts his head. The rat's sitting there with a book uh, and looks at you. He's probably the most like well-kept out of the, all the other rats. And he's got glasses on as well. And he just looks up and goes, they're about half a day's ride by horse from here, uh, north and along a swamp. It's not far. We can have one of our boys show you where to go. Draw you on a map even. I want you to come with us if we do it. I do business related stuff. I handle the books. So This is business. Yeah, I handle the books. Then bring a book with you. <laughs> I, I have important matters to attend to. More important than killing your enemy? That's not my duty. As the boss knows, I take care of the books. All right, we want half your men to follow to assist in the decimation. You either do this, get the money, we'll move, or we stay, you can get the fuck off the farm. Can we all go out the front and talk about it? We've got five minutes. He leans back in his chair. I head out the front and say to him, I want to shoot him. Yeah, I kind of just want to kill him. There are other rats around you. I don't give a shit. (laughs) Okay. They're rats. Who cares? I whisper it. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think, boys? I don't think he's lying to us. I don't, I don't want to kill innocent frogs. That's not- it doesn't sound like they're very innocent. <laughs> My thought is get the location of the frogs and take all this information back to Sledge. Oh, yeah, to town with us. All right, here's, here's the plan. We kill the frogs, and then we come back and we kill the rats. We take everyone's gold. Or, or even better, even better, we say we'll take the rat's job, we go to the frogs, introduce ourselves and get a mission from the frogs to go and kill the rats, bring the head from both parties, respective, to somebody important. Why don't we just get like a minotaur to come help us? We go back to Sledge and we go to the chief and we tell him that Og's farm has been overtaken. He sends a whole bunch of minotaurs. We clear the rats. We can go clear the frogs afterwards if we really want to. Or we go take the, the, the chieftain's rat head and dump it on them and say, if you guys don't piss off, we'll just bonk you too. 
It's possible you could do that. You're presented with many options when which way you want to go about it, but you will not make it back to Sledge by midnight. Tell that to Ace of Spades. Well, good thing we've got some camping gear, huh? You do have camping gear. You could also ask the rats if there's any other place to stay nearby. I'm not going to stay with a bunch of rats. No, 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 no. I mean, they may know of, like, inns or anything, like, just Ah. waypoints. We're all in agreement. Fuck that. (laughs) It depends on what you want to do, really. The, The more time we waste, the less time we have. I go back in and say, fine, we'll take on your mission. I'm gonna make you an offer that you can't refuse. <laughs> My rat with the book. He'll go with you. That's fine, thanks. We don't we don't need little bookworm now. You wanted us to go on our I own. I want him. He's coming. Oh gosh, shut the fuck up. You're ruining the plan. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's getting it's getting late. He will lead you to an inn not far. He'll meet you there in the morning and then you can go take care of the frogs. And then you'll be gone when we get back. Not without him. Okay. And we'll up it to 20 gold each. Jeez, you stingy cunt. Interesting how you were able to up it to 20. How about 40 ahead and we bring him back safely? Make a wisdom saving throw. Fuck off! What is with these fucking rolls? Two. All right. Uh, in that moment, he leans forward and makes full eye contact with you. You get hit with... A level of frightened. He isn't just his presence alone staring directly into you has hit you with a level of frightened, which is an actual condition, by the way. You are now frightened. You may act in accordingly to how you want, but truly at your core, you're a little shaken. You can't go closer to him either. Yeah. Have we disclosed his name? You can definitely ask if you wish. Can't. What's your name? You shout him from outside the door. <laughs> yeah, I'm shouting from outside the door. I'd say you have to be inside, so you're inside at least. I'm oh, sorry, the door. I'm literally just inside the door, and I'll I'll shout it at him. How's that? My name is Ra. That it? No title, nothing special. Just Ra, the rat. I don't need it. A tough guy. I'm gonna need more than just Ra. Okay, there's a thousand Ra's and Tilma. So you know, you just put something else to it. I'm going to just call you Rather Rat. Rather Skaven. Rather Rat it is. Thank you. He just shrugs. He doesn't He doesn't look like anything that you said. He doesn't give a flying fuck. Fantastic. Two makes one. He's, he looks back at you, Navarth, and says, 20 will do. As frightened as I might be of you, mate, I still feel like 20 is a low ball to bring back one of your most important men back alive. You give us slightly more and we'll do everything in our power to make sure he does so. And if he doesn't, then we'll drop it back to 10. He's only taking you to near where they are. And then he's coming back. Yeah, nah, he ain't coming back like that. Are you threatening me? Does it take a genius to figure out it's a threat? I'm going to need you to make another wisdom saving throw in a bath. 18. Oh, thank fuck. Okay, so you're only going to take half damage now. (laughs) So, out of a potential 26 damage, you take 13 points of fear damage, which basically, it's not actual damage that deals physical to your hit points. You can't gain back 13 hit points until you rest, but your hit points drop to 10. You are afraid of getting hit. If you take any damage that exceeds 10, you would feel like you die. Uh huh. And it just looks at you and says... 25. I turn towards the bookworm and say, he thinks you're only worth 20 and then leave. So you're, just, you're not going to accept it? You're just going to walk away? I accept the deal. I, I just make the comment that uh, he's only worth 20 coins to him extra. The other rat with the, uh, the book just rolls his eyes. He doesn't seem like he cares. Okay. 
So the five of you wander out onto like the main road back outside as you're wandering past uh, the statue on the other hand, uh, Navarth, in your head, in a female voice that you don't recognize, you hear the name Alvera. You don't hear like it's coming from the statue, but it's the moment you walk past the statue is when you hear it. Right. Uh, the rat in glasses uh, with the book passes the book to someone else and then like puts his eye fingers underneath his glasses and rubs his eyes and goes, look, my name's Toby. Realistically, every other rat here by the boss is an idiot. We are basically genetic mutations from a long ways away from here. It's a long story, but. The place that made us made two sets of creatures. They made bullywogs, which are the frogs that they're talking about, and us. Ever since, we've been at arms for the last God knows how many generations. But the leader, the boss, is Skaven. He's not a good guy. I'm not here for any other reason than I have to be, mainly because they'll kill me. I'm the only one that's able to figure out stuff to do with the books, mainly because most of them can't read. As a whole, I'm not necessarily happy with everything that goes on. I would prefer it if you speak to the Bullywogs and tell them to leave. I'll convince the big man to leave as well. Some things have been broken on the farm. It's occupation of dealing with idiots. But beyond that, if your friend had owned this farm, it was in pretty bad disarray when we got here. I don't want to get into a fight. I have no means to fight anyways. I don't even know how to use a sword or a crossbow. I was made to think. Anyways, an hour or two north of here, there's a there's an inn off the side of the road, one that I probably can't stay in, but you guys can. And then from there, we go in the morning, we go to the Bullywogs. You should be able to convince them to leave. Why can't you stay there? In the inn? Yep. Will you look at me? Do you think an inn would be okay with a giant talking rat? Who gives a fuck? It's just easier. I'm just used to this. Oh, I'd sleep outside. I give you my word. I'm not worried about your word. I just don't like segregation. Don't you hate humans? <laughs> yeah, but that's because you destroyed the forest. So you're segregated. Uh, yeah, yeah, I okay. also hate owls, but they're because they're He hates cubs. a lot of things. <laughs> he doesn't like a lot of things either. You know, I hate segregation, but you'll happily segregate the high elves in there. Uh, sure. I mean, high elves started it. So Navarth confirmed racist. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Listen, can we just... Get this over with. I don't want to have to be at the mercy of the big oaf anymore. I was planning on uh, giving him the slip, but I can't at the moment because my missus is under shackle. Oh, not the love, mate. Until I deal with this bullywog problem with you, I can't do shit. But I don't really want to be working for them anymore. By under shackle, do you mean just fearful and like can't do it? Or are they actually prisoner? Somewhere here. More or less, the big one will kill any of us if we step out of line. I'd be willing to let you know the one that mentioned money. He's not living anymore. Very likely dead already. Shall we get going? Yep, I'm tired. You're tired and frightened. <laughs> Just tired. He's playing it off, but his voice is like, oh, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. So you guys hop, all hop back on your horses, untied from the post and whatnot. Horses are fine and the stuff on the horses. Like Kai, sitting there um, with a dagger in hand, just flipping the dagger, just looks at you guys as if you've just seen him hold a dagger for the first time. He then puts it behind his back and then pulls his hand back over as if nothing's been there. This motherfucker's a magician. Uh, I'm calling him out on his bullshit. I go, Clarky, 
Where the fuck are you putting all these items that you just keep fucking spawning and dropping? Up my ass. <laughs> Clarky uh, looks at Ugo and then puts his hands to the side like as if he's shrugging and then points at his mouth, almost as if to gesture towards... Clarky can't speak to you all, but he could potentially, if Ugo wanted to, speak to Ugo. I want to know where the fuck he keeps putting all these... Ma- like, just spawning and putting away things. Has he got magic? Oh, I'm not wasting my spell on I'll that. I'll get fucked, you cunt. Ask the fucking question. Can you talk to him? No. I can. I'm not going to. I will put him fucking back down. And I'll make sure I fucking double kill him so that you can't fucking revive him. Go on. Try it. All right, I will. Fucking I roll for damage. Listeners, keep in mind these two work together. I'm, I'm short. I'm short sorting. 21. So you rolled a 21 for to attempt to attack him. Almost as if I was prepared for this. At that moment, when you swing at Clarky, Clarky pulls out two swords from behind and deflects your attack. So two daggers, sorry, not short sword, two daggers pulled out and deflects your attack right off. And I point towards him and say, the fuck is this bullshit? Where the fuck are you pulling him from? He can't speak to you, so. All right, lads, while, you, while you're having a squabble, I'm just going to go to the inn. Ugo, you're not going to try and speak to Clarky? No, nah. <laughs> just didn't. Just out of spite. Maybe you could ask nicely, Josh. He might do it if you ask nicely. Nah, I'm not going to fucking grovel to this cunt. I get on my horse and I just fucking just sit there and pissed off at the fact that my party's a cunt. And he can fucking put away three pallets. (laughs) (laughs) Animal handling, I roll a 17. Okay, so you get on the horse. The horse, for some reason, is a bit like, why the fuck would you- I say, don't worry about it, Ace of Spades. We, we all have our problems. Everyone gets back on their horses, respectively. Um, the rat is running ahead. Um, he's gotten on all fours and he starts to run. Burrell's ahead of everyone else, already heading north with the, with the rat. Clarky hops, uh, sits back down on his horse and then pulls out a, a piece of paper and pen and starts to write in just common and shows you the piece of paper. That literally just says magic, I don't know. Puts it behind his back and it disappears. So apparently push-ups lead to magic. Yep. So you ride on, you head away and you arrive about, yeah, it's been about an hour's ride. You see the rats been sprinting the entire time to be keeping up with Burrell. After about 20 minutes of riding though, um, you notice that Burrell is just like completely gone from sight and so is the rat. But you know that it's just north because he said so. When everyone else arrives, you can see Burrell's already off his horse, sitting ne- uh, standing next to the rat. Uh, it looks like the two of them have been speaking. Does he get any information? Well, uh, Burrell, when you first arrived there, the rat just says, you have an interesting group. Tell me about it. So you guys arrive uh, shortly after just Burrell and him have just been like small talk kind of shit of just like he's just asked Burrell a couple of questions about the group, who to avoid. Burrell just obviously passes on the obvious information. And then the, the like he just literally turns to you, Navarth, and says, I'm a rat. Uh-huh. I can speak animal. I could potentially speak to the chicken. All right, well, can you ask this fucking two-legged cunt why the fuck he keeps pulling swords out of nowhere? He looks at uh, Clarky as Clarky arrives and settles down. It looks like Clarky's just moving his head and and whatnot, but uh, the rat just turns back to you and says, he says he doesn't know. He just can. (sighs) Okay, all right, I'll just accept that he just can. All right, I'm getting off my horse. Oh, that's a nat one. That's bad. Woo, doggy! Make me an athletic, uh, sorry, an acrobatics chick. Oh, God, that's a nat one as well. Oh, God. <laughs> Baby. 
Here we oh, go again. Jesus Christ. As he get, gets off, his foot gets caught in the side saddle and he just tumbles off, lands on his ass. And the horse Navath was on just laughs. <laughs> As if he enjoys watching Navath do that. Go, yeah, righto, mate. You, you could have helped me out on that one. He just looks away. All right, so you guys arrive at the inn. You uh, open up the door. It's a very small inn, and there's a post at the front for the horses. It's not directly in front of the road. It's, like, off to the right as you go in. There's, like, a little uh, roof cover for them with, like, hay bales and stuff, and there's clearly food. So you tie your horses up. You walk into the front door. There's a bit of a um, music going on. It's like someone just playing, like, a a lute just very softly. There's about four or five people sitting at, like, a a bar area. One really crusty looking dude with like his beards all got like bits of food in it he's just drinking ale from a jug and he looks like he's absolutely shit-faced and there's a bartender it's just a human dude with like a handlebar mustache and he's bold he's just cleaning a glass and whatnot just wiping down the table see she's come in and goes ah people and a chicken well, you do see weird things nowadays. What can I do for you? Uh, we're looking to stay the night. Uh, we've also got a rat friend out front. Rats are not welcome. Oh, but chickens are. I see no problem with a chicken. If he's one of the rats that uh, lives at the farm just a bit away from here, they try to break in and steal my food all the time. Yeah, the dumb ones. This one's actually coherent. I don't know that. Sure. Okay, righto. Well, I'd like a room, please. That'll be two silver. For three, I give you a meal. I'll take three. I will also take a room and a meal. What about, like, the horses and shit? Oh, you have horses? I'll close the front side uh, paddock door. It rolls around the front. Keep your horses safe. I'll take a room and food too, please. Plus the chicken. We'll, we'll share the room. Clucky just puts a thumbs up towards you. He goes, all right, well, um, don't let it leave any droppings. Try the train chicken, man. He's all good. <laughs> I think the chicken understands you, by the way. How? He pulls swords from behind his back and he can't fucking answer that. I don't think he can answer much, so don't worry about hey, it. Hey, Clarky, can you give the innkeeper a thumbs up for us? He just, with his human arm, gives it a thumbs up and he's like, There we go. I see weirder things every day, I guess. Okay, yep, I have a choice of chicken. And he looks at Clarky as he says it. Fish or beef? I'll take the chicken. And I stare dead in Clarky's eyes as I say it. Clarky just looks at you with no expression on his face, staring you directly in the eyes. Just no expression. Good. You guys all settle up, sit down at like a table. Um, he brings you his meals. I'm assuming everyone just orders something, except for Navarth who orders chicken. He places the chicken down in front of you, making full eye contact with the chicken at the entire time. And he then walks away and he's like, you understand chicken. He ordered it. The chicken just nods at the the barkeep and then barkeep walks back towards the bar. And I just, I I make eye contact throughout the entirety of the chicken. So you're just eating chicken. Clarky's sitting there with like like a bowl of broth and he just pulls out from behind his back a salt shaker and just adds salt to his (laughs) broth. Is it chicken salt? Oh, conveniently, on, on the salt shaker, it says chicken. So, he just adds and puts that behind his back. He also then pulls out a bib, wraps it around his neck, and pulls out a spoon and starts scooping up the, the stuff. Ugo, you're sitting next to him just in amazement. Like, when you look behind his back, and as he puts his hand behind his back, his hand goes into his fur, and then that, that's just where he pulls from. So, should we talk about a plan of action or what we're doing? Probably should. Like... How we're going to deal with the rats, the frogs, how we're going to possibly tell Sledge, Killsbane and all that. Well, the issue is the 
Toby is going to be coming here first thing in the morning to go with us to the Bollywogs. So, I feel like going and retreating to Sledge is to a degree out of the question. Unless we can convince him to come with us to go to Sledge to get an army to go and kill them all. You know what? From what he's told us, I dare say that'd be reasonable. Yeah, probably not wrong. The other thing is uh, we were first sent to that school to get information on the curse mark for Gadril. But if you remember, uh, Gadril and young Kilsbandura are travelling uh, to Secrius, to the Paladin Temple, so they would be on their way by now. Uh, after hearing the innkeeper's reaction about the rat, one of the guards and all the war, like the Minotaurs and stuff, going to think of? When, it comes, when they come with us, there'll be, there'll be a different story. That's the thing is now we carry weight and sledge. You do. We carry status as a party now. That's the important thing. Almost as if it's probably important to remember that when making certain actions towards people. Young Prince Boral. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. You got it wrong for us. It's Prince Boral. Boral. <laughs> Boral. Boral. Oh, yeah. my, name's, my name's Boral. <laughs> As an alternate universe where you decided to be Boral Joe Mare. Boral Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> Boral James. <laughs> I feel like the the bullywogs are going to be fine, honestly. I reckon they're going to be good. I feel like, if anything, they're just going to be like a primitive tribal sort of group. They're not going to be any. Well, you can roll to see if you know what, um, what bullywogs are like, if you want. Like history check. History check, yeah. Uh, 14. 20. 15. 19. Okay, so you, you, you're you're pretty discerned that like bullywogs, these ones are obviously apparently are experiment ones, but outside of that, um, normal bullywogs, Normally, uh, like tribal, they kind of keep themselves. They usually don't roam in groups larger than 30, but it depends on the group. They quite often, like the rats, uh, follow a larger bullywog. And they're very territorial, but at the same time, they are usually quite stupid. So, probably won't listen to reason. Or they could be tricked. Who knows? Take that as you will. Yeah, easy, easy intimidation. They said they live near a swamp. Yes. Or through a swamp. Mm-hmm. That seems like a natural home where this farm is clearly not. Yeah. This farm was someone else's possession beforehand. That's a that's a good observation. You, you are in a forestal kind of area. There's going to be like swamp kind of things there anyways, but it depends. You could always ask the inn to see if they have trouble with the... um. The frogs just as much. The bath go and sweet talk the bar. Uh, I head over to the bar to get a pint. While getting my pint, I say, so you don't like rats because they cause you issues and try and steal your shit. Mm-hmm. What about the bollywogs? Do they cause you any dramas or? It's like fucking territory with those two. Uh, yes, they, they do cause us some trouble uh, from time to time. What kind of trouble? Well, more often than not, they attack people on the roads. Right. They, they will venture out forth. Uh, then they'll attack you. And if you, like, don't appear to be well defended, they'll try to sell you drugs. I mean, like, fuck, I mean, oh, no. If, if people offer you drugs, you say thank you because drugs are expensive. <laughs> exactly. Drugs, right. Okay. What type of drugs are we talking? Like the hallucinogenic ones or like the ruin the rest of your life type? The kind that you get addicted to and, like, you end up seeing some shit and then end up dying, basically, because you need the drug. Right, okay. So, it's heavily addictive. Right, well, okay. Why, why, are you, why are you asking so much about the the frogs, the bully frogs? We're, we're going to go and pay them a visit, potentially, um, in the coming days. 
if you kill him, I would highly appreciate it. Will you pay me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm barely getting by as it is. You see how many people are in here? That's because of the rats and the frogs. How long have the frogs been here? About the same amount of time as the rats. So they kind of came in at the same time? Yeah. Right. You haven't had issues with bollywogs in the past? No, God no, they're not They're not native to this area. Right, okay, so not native to this area, and they've been here the same amount of time as the rats, and that's all since Og's been gone. Do you know much about Og? Yeah, actually, Og used to come in all the time. He used to buy a set of drinks. He would be a popular crowd to tend to. That does not surprise me in the slightest. He, he was always really friendly, very polite. Um, he would do tricks with everyone. He was very good at juggling. Um, it's been a little while since I've seen him, though. Have you heard from him? Yep. He's dead as fuck. Oh. Unfortunately, he, uh, he died protecting uh, us while we were looking for uh, uh, young Duradim. Right. So, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a long night. One of us almost died, but, you know, it is what it is. So, can you tell me more about his farm? Sorry, I was just a bit taken back by that. Um, I could imagine. <laughs> he's, yeah, I've known him for quite quite a many amount of years. Um, shit. Sorry, what was the question? The, the question was, was, was there anyone else at the farm with Og or was it just Og there on his own? Uh, Og lived there mainly by himself, although I think for a little while... He had uh, a couple of humans helping him, you know, just do random stuff on the farm. Uh, where, where his farm was was like a bit of dead, dead kind of land. Um, but the the odd, oddest thing, he was able to grow wheat there. I don't know how he did it. Wheat doesn't really need a lot of water, I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> Not necessarily. I mean, I'm no ag- agricultural person, but hey, look, he, he used to bring us fresh wheat, which we would, uh, you know, barley, which we would turn into ale. So, he was always welcome here. It's very disappointing to hear him hear him be gone. Yes, it, it, it really was um, a painful sight to see, that's sure. Miranda drinks on me. Oh, thank you. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll certainly won't say no to a round of drinks. Hear that, boys? A round of drinks on the man. What is your name, good sir? Oh, my name's Ron. Ron. Appreciate the hospitality. Appreciate the round of drinks. Thank you for the information on the Bollywogs. Um, it's it's definitely uh, quite useful information. That's all right. Thank you for letting me know about... Oh, that's all right. Sorry to be so straight to the point. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's how he was and how I'd prefer to find out. He pours you four ales. So, I'll take the ales back to the table. Say the round of drinks was realistically on Og. Uh, God bless his soul. Spirits of the forest, bless his soul. And apparently the Bollywogs are pests not native to this area at all and have been around since about the same time as the rats. They are, from the looks of it, as much a pest as the, uh, as the rats. Though... Keep that in mind that he's coming from someone who, despite, yes, is being tormented by them, um, won't allow a well-spoken rat into the premises off of the grounds of everything else. So, is Sledge the closest kingdom? Like, would it be in their land territory? Make a... Just, just make an investigation check. 17. You kind of discern this is kind of like a middle-ish kind of area where it's like no two lands kind of occupy. Most of how 
this country runs itself is that the lands that it occupies and that it protects are those that either have guards posted up by them or the landing in which the kingdom spreads to. So, for instance, Evergreen has guards spread out fairly far north but doesn't go all the way to Sledge. Sledge, on the other hand, due to the Minotaur rebellion situation and whatnot, from what you can discern, was mostly kind of a closed-in city. Um, People were allowed in and out and whatnot, but they kind of only took care of people within that area. Vextal, on the other hand, is uh, like a fairly unguarded city. It's not really, it has its own small militia, but only enough to defend the city. Yeah. Not really anything that they would go out of their way for outside. All right. Well, I could see Sledge helping with the farm then, but probably not the Bollywogs if it's not going to concern them. Hmm. Why don't we go take out the Bollywogs? Yeah, why not? Take them out, go get our gold, and even if he decides that he's not going to leave Og's farm, then we can come back with a battalion or we take out the Bollywogs, run back to Sledge, get reinforcements as a just in case yeah. for the double cross. Yeah, I like that idea. I think the, du- like, the double cross will definitely probably happen, so it would be good to have the reinforcements when we tell them the Bollywogs are gone. Yeah, take out the Bollywog, come back and just let these guys know just so that they're aware then stealthily make our way back. We could use your invisibility for less um, to sneak past the farm unnoticed. I can only turn myself invisible, or if I really, really try and expend a lot, I can do two people, and it's only for an hour. Well, either way, I think I think after we take care of the Bollywogs, we should go back to Sledge for reinforcements before going back to hopefully collect our ransom without problem. Mm. Well... You guys are going to go settle oh, in. I'm going to take a long rest. Yes, everyone should take a long rest. Does that get rid of my frightened condition? Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, it does. Uh, now, you guys all go to sleep. You have a pretty uneventful night. And um, yeah. guys, wake up. You know, getting getting ready. Back into it all. Um, Ugo's getting up. Clarky's all ready to go. He takes off his little nightcap that he has. Um, puts it into the back of his back. And um, you guys all go downstairs and, and greet for the morning. Uh, the innkeeper greets you. Good morning. Good morning. How'd you stay? Uh, I was asleep. Was it good? Yeah, slept all right. I was asleep. Good, good. I'm glad. All right, well, if you're going to deal with those bullywog people, uh, it's a bit of a walk, but um, you have horses. I don't really think there's going to be anywhere for you guys to put, keep your horses. Bear that in mind, I guess. Um, good luck to you. Righto. You, you got any timber posts that we could maybe take with us? Are you going to carry them? No, Clarky can. He fucking just put it in his back with everything else. <laughs> just magically disappear. Clarky just looks at you and flips you off. That's fine, Clarky. I'll just kill you again. Oh, God. Conti- continues to flip you off. It's not even five minutes. Um, so, Clarky's climbed up and sitting on Ugo's shoulders. So, you walk outside and you see leaning up against the building, uh, chewing on uh, what looks like a piece of a twig. Um, you see Toby greet you. Hey, Toby. How are you this fine morning? Could be worse. Could be better. Ah. My wife's in uh, in jeopardy and uh, I'm being forced to do uh, my will by an asshole. So, oh, well, soon you'll be watching our horses for us from another asshole, so you're fine. Uh, right. So, it's only about two hour walk from here or 20 minutes on the horse. What, what do you just want to do? Don't mind walking. Yeah, we can walk. The horses are in a safe area at the moment. They're being well kept and taken care of. 
So it's probably not a bad idea to keep them here. And we would never want to accidentally kill the horse at all. If you kill it, I will scream. Do you think it will scream louder? It will be dead. So you guys paid for the night, paid for the horses to be accommodated, and also paid for food, but you haven't paid for the horses to be kept here. How much does it cost to keep a horse here? <sighs> How much? Well, I, you would have to probably ask the innkeeper. Yo, innkeeper, we're, uh, we're we're thinking we might walk to take care of the bollywogs. How much to leave our horses here? Uh, two silver. That'll be for the day. Each? Is that each? Yeah, just, just for the whole thing. I'll do that. Yeah, two silver, whatever. Flick it at him. Yep, I'm done. I paid it. Two silver's gone. Okay. Cheers, merchant. <sighs> Always count on you to <laughs> cover our shit. <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> Poor cunts. So you start walking along the road, along the path. Uh, Toby's walking in front, um, you know, with you guys leading you along the way. Uh, it's rather morning. You know, it's still quite early in the day. The sunlight's peer- peering through all the treetops. So it's, um, Can I perceive the area? Um, as you guys are walking? Yeah, sure. Yeah, if you want yeah, to. Yeah, I'll perceive too. Why not? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I see there's a rolled a four and I can see there's a, a gravel footpath. <laughs> It's underneath me. I rolled a 21, so I'd like to perceive if there's any enemies in the area. You want to look specifically, you're looking for enemies. Is that what you're doing with your perception? You're not just looking around to see what's there? No, just kind of perceiving the area of uh, for enemies, if there are any. Okay. I mean, you're having a bit of a look around. You can see a lot of birds flying through the air, a lot of colors from the birds. There's a lot of like blue and red birds chirping in the air. Um, nothing that you can really stand out as enemies. A um, couple bugs. And as you actually start to get further and further away from the tavern along the road, you come to a bit of a fork in the road, one that leads on a dirt path and another one that continues the gravel road. Toby gestures to you, it's this way, along the dirt road, and you guys kind of walk through. As you get further along into the dirt road, you're starting to get, like, accosted by small bugs that are flying around, mosquitoes and whatnot, you know, you know, kind of things that are flying up and back your neck and your hands and stuff, these little bastards are flying around or as we like to call them, friends here in Australia because they're fucking everywhere. Why do you call them friends then? Tell because them to they're everywhere. Off. Friends. 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 Oh, friend. Fucking friends. All right, as you guys are walking along, it starts to get a lot hotter. Uh, you notice that there's a lot more moisture in the air. It's starting to become a lot more muggy. The, the trees themselves are looking less clean, bark trees to more... Vine filled with Something a lot of slime. We're getting closer to the swamp. Yeah, yeah, definitely feels that way. So, and as you guys are proceeding forward, you kind of come to a little bit of a alcove clearing. It's kind of shaped like a like a U almost. And Toby stops you here and goes through the mud for about twenty minutes straight. You'll find their swamp. Right. So this is where you leave us. I can't go any further because if you're to try and convince them to leave instead of causing bloodshed, which is not what I want, uh, you mustn't be seen with a rat. Fair enough. So that and I also have to report back. I will warn you, there is a timer. If you don't get things sorted by midday of today, there could be trouble. I don't know anything beyond that. All I heard was the big boss mentioned midday today. So I'm not sure. Uh-huh. Midday today. Who, who wants to kind of try and discern what the time is? Yeah, I can. Yeah. So make me a uh, make me a nature check. Yeah. I think you get the person that's got a minus one in nature. <laughs> Shall I do it? The one with a plus yeah, five? You do it. <laughs> 24. <laughs> What's the time, Mr. Wolf? Uh, you, you rolled a 19 plus five, so a 24. 
four, which is considerably better than the uh, six. So you kind of discern plus from looking six. up in- Plus it's six, that's 30. Uh, no, it's well, not forces it combined, we are still a roll and a half. You can kind of discern from looking at the sky, the, you know, you, you've spent a lot of time, obviously, Navarth, in, in forests and, and whatnot. And when you weren't, you know, trying to defend yourself or defend the forest, you were quite often just staring into the sky- Twirling your hair. I was looking in the sky, trying to work out the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's about uh, 3.04 with 40, to 40 seconds to spare. Well, that's that's a problem considering that uh, he just said midday. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck. No, basically, you can discern that the time of day, it's roughly probably very early morning still. You left the tavern probably around 6 um, and went on your way. So, it's probably about 7.40, 7.50. Ish, almost, almost eight o'clock in the morning. Toby bids you farewell. Bye, Toby. We'll, uh, we'll see you soon. Okay. <laughs> he just says in a with a bit of a concerned look on his face. Um, and then proceeds to to head forth uh, back the the route guys came from. He gets on all fours. It seems like he's in uh, going to be in a bit of a rush. Starts moving along. So you guys start making your way into the. The mush and and whatnot of the the forest uh, underfoot, you can feel it's very moist and uh, it's very, it's actually quite cold underneath your feet. Navarth feels very at home here, though you didn't really experience much of like marshlands or swamps. You've definitely felt nature underneath your feet plenty, mm-hmm. so it's, it feels quite comfortable towards you. Boral, it feels less comfortable to you, especially. Um, you are much more used to the kind of arid conditions of uh, Tilma. Thank God. Tilma obviously being you know, a much more import-export kind of city. It's it's much more close to shoreline, water. There's not a lot of you know mud that you'd come across so much. Um, more and more sand, if anything. Ugor, you know, this feels... Feels feels alright to you, you know. It doesn't doesn't feel too bad. You kind of press in. You can feel the indentation under your feet, and you can see. And it's like, oh, you know, I've, I've made an imprint. You know, you, you can you can feel that underneath your feet uh, as you step through, stepping on twigs and and vines that are across the ground as you uh, march your way through the marshlands. And um, for last, you kind of feel indifferent. Not not really happy about it, but. It doesn't really seem to bother you so much either. I guess living in Gragos for quite some time, you've probably done a fair few hunts with uh, with your grandfather when you were much younger um, that would make this kind of thing feel not so much at home, just like something you've experienced before. Nothing too out of the ordinary. I like how you, you kind of pit Ugor as stupid, like, <laughs> my footprint takes a step. Oh, look, it's my foot. <laughs> I'm going to fucking put a footprint on your fucking head, mate. <laughs> Even if you threatened me like that, I'd still be like, oh, my footprint. (laughs) uh, Clarky would be sitting on your shoulder and just pulls out of like a piece of paper and just says, don't mind the other idiot. I like how he has to say other idiot because he knows you're an idiot. Ah, wrecked. Anyway, I wonder if the bollywogs are much further ahead. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Just punch. Anyway, so you guys uh, are walking through and as you start to get further and further into the marshland, the the mud and muck underneath your feet starts to get higher and higher. At this point now, your shins are are now completely deep in like muck and like murky water. 
as you walk through the marshlands and uh, underfoot you can feel uh, little things skitter past your feet in rapid succession. Uh, I'd like to perceive again. Again, what are you perceiving? Are you just looking at what's I at your feet? I want to or? perceive. I want to see if I can see any weird looking frog things wanting to give me drugs. Maybe check for traps or anything as well. Anything unusual? Well... I rolled a seven for the bollywogs. <laughs> Someone else want to perceive traps? Because I ain't perceiving shit. <laughs> Maybe I'll perceive traps because I mentioned it. <laughs> the fucking hell, Burrell just rolled a three. It's a 19. 19. <laughs> Burrell, you are terrible at perceiving things. <laughs> There's no bonus towards it. Yes, there is things. Yeah, I, see, I do mm. see mud. Mm. So, yes. going in order of who tried to look at things, Navas, you kind of look around and you just, it's pretty, it's very green, it's very luscious, very filled with life. Uh, you notice under feet that there are some smaller fish uh, brimming past and in very quick succession past your feet. Nothing outside the ordinary. Burrell, you're really looking around and it's just not your element, man. It's a squint, bro. I'm squinting everywhere. What in the fuck was that? And you're apparently quite old now. Back in my day, this would have been paved. Is that a dragon? <laughs> I swear that's a dragon. <laughs> uh, where? Sorry? Where? <laughs> bro, where did you see a dragon? Uh, I don't know anymore. Uh, I would like to use my primal awareness. <laughs> Too old for this shit. Meanwhile, Falas, uh, you kind of look around. You you don't really see anything out of the ordinary. You just see you know, a lot more. A lot more. The area just seems to be a lot more lively uh, than before. You do get the sense, though, something or someone could be potentially looking in your direction, but you can't really discern whether or not it's uh, a potentially a bullywog or it's some small woodland creature or mm. whether it's birds just kind of perched up on, on a vine just having a look down. Do I get a sense of what direction it feels like they're looking from, like continuing ahead or is it behind? Or? No, you can't. You know what? I do want to use my primal awareness. Okay, so you expand a range this lot. Sense when any aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fae, or fiends, or undead are, pre- are present with you. Yes, and because I'm in a favoured terrain... It would be up to six miles. Yes. All right. You try to perceive and take in information outside of your knowledge from what you can see and hear. You just let it expand out to the, the forest, to the spirits of the wild, to try and see if you can sense anything that matches the things that you most desire and hate to to hunt and and to track down in that you do not get any sense or feeling like you did previously when you were at um at the university you guys continue on um the the muck starts to get up to about your knee and then just in the distance you just you can hear some light chittering you know something that doesn't sound like it's there normally a shadowed figure in the treetops move very quickly, dart across. And after a few moments, you all kind of stop. You can start to hear a lot more movement in the forest. It's starting to to pick up. I call out and say, show yourself. Stop fucking around. Just fucking come out. Who are you? Where are you? Make me an intimidation check. I rolled a 16. Hopefully, I came across as somewhat freaky. What, what, what are you saying? What are you, is it exactly what you said? And you come out. Whoever you are darting around in the shadows, show yourself. Because we're not afraid of you and we want to know what you want. So as you guys are all looking around up in the tree line and and all in a circle, you kind of collect yourselves together. And as you're doing that, um, Ugo, you feel a tap on your shoulder. Uh, You look at Clarky, who's on your right shoulder, who's just pointing down below you all. and, And as you guys do, you turn around and you see 
Ooh, another cliffhanger. Oh, we're evil. So evil. What is the thing that they've seen there? Do, do you know? Do, I know. And you're going to find out next week, I'm sure. And if you're listening to this back to back, you'll find out in just a moment. In any case, we thank you very much for listening and we appreciate you being here. Find out what happens on the next episode of Dingoes and Dimwits.